0: All right, every single Friday, I'm gonna do a video on my book writing. So, a lot of people have asked me saying, You've written two books, you're writing another book. What does the process look like? How do you decide what to write about? How do you do research? How do you figure out what services you're gonna go with? How do you figure out the timeline? How do you do interviews? A ton of questions. And I've been doing that one on one with so many people. So, I finally decided to release a video which will be in the peak community, but the audio will be right here. So if you wanna see a lot more notes, a lot more commentary, go check out peak community. Uh, But if you wanna just hear the journey every single Friday, I'm just gonna drop in a video right here for you. And if you have any questions, just hit me up on LinkedIn and I would make sure that I cover that up um, in these videos. And again, this this is scary for me, But I hope you can follow along. And along the way, if some of you get inspired and do write their own book, I want to make sure that I can help you in every way possible. So right now, starting today, check this out.
1: Hey, everyone, (laughs) and welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is Caitlin Lutz. I'm a demand generation strategist. I'm here along with our co-host, Sangram. Say hi, Sangram. I'm here. And we (laughs) also have an incredible guest. She is the senior manager designer of creative services question mark (laughs) title still in flux a little bit but Mm -hmm. um chanel welcome to the welcome to the show thank you i'm very happy to be here so today is our hashtag one here a day. And this is where we bring on someone who has posted a blog um, on our blog, on fullmifunnel.com. <laughs> blog, blog. blog on our blog. on our blog. And Chanel has written a really incredible blog all about design and how that can help sales and marketing and, yes. and the importance of it. And so let's just dive in. Yeah,
0: And okay. she's, she's the author of two books. Two bestseller books, at least as far as we know. I don't know oh. in what top, you know, in what level. It got to be bestseller. Right.
2: It was a bestseller at probably for like one or two seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is
0: the bestseller in this building. It is. It, it is the bestseller, bestseller in this building, building because nobody be. else has it. So this, she's the bestseller in this building. That's right. And one of her books is 25 Things You Should Know Before Becoming a Graphic Designer. And then the new book, which I actually got a signed copy of it, I'm having yes, it in my did. hand uh, Design Insights. So we're yes. going to talk a little bit about that and why design and so before we get there, I know you have some questions.
1: Yes. First question for you before we dive into all of the design, marketing, sales, all of the above. Mm-hmm. What, is, what are two fun facts that you have about yourself? Okay. You can go three if you <laughs> or, want. Yeah, three, three, three. yeah. 16, doesn't <laughs> All
2: right, the first one is just um, design career related, but, and I just thought about this, But I used to just do a whole bunch of drawing and painting as a child. And I just loved being creative, but I didn't know how to make a living in it. So when I discovered design in high school, um, I just kind of took it and ran with it. And I actually did a program in 12th grade where I went to a high school just for design. In 12th grade and then the second half of the day I went back to my regular high school wow. Oh, wow. and so I kind of really got into it like early on and then from there like there was no question like I just kind yeah. of kept going college and beyond um, so I got my start in design very very early um, that's awesome yeah wow. second thing is that I was second runner up for junior Miss Amer- Miss Maryland mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old mm-hmm. Miss
0: Maryland um, here in no yeah. second
2: you um the best part about the story is that, like, my parents really wanted me to do this. I really hated the whole process. I tried to sabotage myself throughout the whole competition. Still
0: ended up being a runner-up. And I, I still, runner.
2: still somehow ended up being second runner-up, which either means I'm just really talented or everybody else really sucked. I don't know. But oh, you had, like, two people in it. Yeah, and, uh... no, two people. It was, like, maybe 20, maybe 20, 30 that, 30. that is 30. respect. But it was um, a good experience for me at that age. I learned how to sell sponsorships and how to perform in front of people and do all this crazy stuff i didn't want to make it that far so luckily i didn't win um, but i did make second runner up
0: so. that is beautiful that's okay. amazing yeah right.
2: and the third fun fact is my crazy <laughs> double jointedness of my hands i, I never now, heard so. about
0: that before by the way until you shared that yeah with
2: me. So my mom one day just told me to do stuff and cause she can do it too. And I was able to do it. So now I'm going to perform my double jointed hands. (laughs)
0: If you're on podcast (laughs) listening to it, you're probably not going to see it and do it, but you can imagine it, but we're recording it too. So people who can watch it on LinkedIn may be able to see it. All right.
2: So straight finger, double jointed finger, uh, double, double jointed finger. I can do all the fingers and I can also do the thumbs and I can pull it back. That's, ah, wow. that's the so, one that gets me. Yeah, she yeah. literally
0: the, is pulling your thumb backwards, of behind. Them. Backwards behind all and I don't
2: members. know how I can monetize this. <laughs> yeah, it's just something that I can just do. So,
0: exactly. Traveling I mean,
1: designer slash, on the road slash contortionist. contortionist.
0: <laughs> wow. All right, so let's 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 get into what you wrote about on the Flip File my, my, my blog. Uh, mm-hmm. This is about three good reasons why sales and marketing need design. Yes, And when I heard about this, and as you were talking about it, I'm like, sales and marketing doesn't need design, right? You know, what are you talking about? At least mm-hmm. salespeople are going to say, we don't need design. Marketing, of course, but sales is going to say, like, we don't need design. Like, what is design got to do? So yeah. what are your three reasons? And, mm-hmm. and we'll just jump into one at a time.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I think design is just such an important uh, aspect of just the world that we encounter every day, but we may not realize it. As we're sitting at this table, we've got these branded waters we've got these books in front of us we've got the brand brand starbucks all of these things around us and
0: what is this GE. yeah you
2: got the yeah the ge refrigerator so um everything um has design and design affects everything and i just define design as problem solving visual Hmm. problem solving design as
0: visual problem solving yeah
2: it's just solving a problem visually wow and i just believe that in terms of sales and marketing, like design plays a really heavy role because it's not just about making something look pretty or making something look good. That's obviously the surface part of it, but it just goes further into that. And the first reason um, that I mentioned is design is a business strategy. Um, Design is something that can really position your voice in the market. It can help you have a visual brand that will resonate with millions of people think about the biggest brands in the world mcdonald's arches the android logo the apple yeah. logo yeah. you can see all those marks by themselves without the words and know exactly what that right. company wish, stands for.
0: you know you know for Nike, what that is right yeah.
2: um and you have a certain feeling that resonates with you when you see those things Emotionally, automatically yeah, there's an emotion right. that comes yeah. with it but that's all strategic though it's not like they just made up something and then all of a sudden they're they're successful (laughs) obviously the design and the brand along with the marketing of it and the sales all come together to create that that feeling that people get and that that brand trust that they get from knowing that every time i see that visual symbol it means this or
0: that you may not know this but chanel actually designed the flip funnel
1: oh really yeah you didn't know i mean i would (laughs) have. you do
0: everything but she wasn't working here when so it was yeah. literally nikki had me uh recorded on a whiteboard right yes, I and remember i think that i was day. drunk at mm-hmm. that time so and then so, <laughs> she was like laughing so she was I'm like shaking and me somehow you know drew it on a whiteboard and then she sent that video file to to chanel at it's, night at night and, and i didn't know what you guys were talking about yes. And you
1: said i guess this is a funnel uh here you go
0: right <laughs> and um it just Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and then yeah, and then uh, you know I think it was literally the first representation of the flip funnel that even I saw, and I was like, that is it. This Mm -hmm. is it. We like this is what we're talking about. So. Uh, the the whole flip my funnel and people think and look at that funnel and it's everywhere now it's in our building and it's all over the place the book all that Uh, but it was you who actually brought it to life so when you say um, that design is a business strategy I don't know what else is a much bigger example of that because if you wouldn't have brought that to life you know we wouldn't have probably seen some of the things that that we are seeing and talking about today
2: yeah this whole flip
0: my phone show wouldn't exist (laughs) (laughs)
2: it wouldn't exist it just wouldn't have a logo on
1: it (laughs) i mean that's true it would have been just words on a page that's true without design it's just words on a page or words in an email or whatever it is
2: that's true and and even me in that process of designing it i actually understood more and understood better like what the Flip My Funnel philosophy was as yeah. I was visualizing. I'm like, oh, okay, now I understand what Sang was what talking we're about on the, on the whiteboard. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm thinking through it and creating
0: that. So, yeah. That's crazy. All right, so the first one, design is a business strategy. What's the second one?
2: So the second one is brand consistency, which is pretty apparent, but just think about a company who doesn't have a solid design strategy doesn't have their brand figured out you know you may put one thing in the market this week and the next week it looks completely different and it's hard for customers or people in the market to know is this the same company like why does it feel different now than it felt before Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that your brand can't grow and evolve into different things but whatever the messages that you're trying to put out about your company it should be reflected through the visual design and so even in that um with sales like I mean, salespeople are amazing, they're awesome, and they can do a lot of things on their own, but I think that when they have something visual to back them that helps them explain what they're trying to explain visually, yeah. when it's consistent, when it looks professional, I think that yeah. just adds another layer of trust that that prospect may be like, okay, this is mm-hmm. a serious company. They look they look like they've got... They look legit. They look legit, <laughs> so let me give them a try. So yeah, it's just, it's just important to have brand consistency because um, you're just letting people know that... This is our message that we're pushing out. We're consistent about it, and you know you can you can rely to when you see this mark and this visual that that's our company. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: How do you come up with a brand? How I mean, what does brand consistency even wow. mean? Brand design. In yeah. Brand design. I yeah. mean, how do you how do you evoke? I mean, the Nike swoosh classic mm-hmm. or the McDonald's arches classic. But how do you? What is the process of of coming up with those images? That help people understand what the company is and what they do, and help evoke right. that emotion and, you know, that knowledge that oh, that is that brand and etc.
2: Yeah, that's that's a deep question. I mean, <laughs>
0: whole <laughs> podcast is going to be about to do that. Let's <laughs> just pause there and
2: let's do that question. Um, I mean, I think the first thing is, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, what is the business goal? Like, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Because you can make something look really pretty, but if it doesn't relay the message that you're trying to put out there, it doesn't mean anything. So the first thing in establishing a great brand is understanding your own identity and the problem you're trying to solve. And then... How can what I create resonate with people? Like yeah. how do the colors, how does the the layout or the visualization of the symbol, does a symbol mean more than what it just looks like literally? Does mm. it mean something else? Does mm-hmm. it mean something in a different language? Does it yeah. does it morph into some type of symbol or visual that if you turn it upside down, it's like a bird, or something, some cool yeah. like thing that you can see that you might not notice up front? Like what are all the things that go into making a visual powerful? And it's just like first you just have to know
0: what You're trying to accomplish, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder almost like I don't have you ever heard about how Apple came up with the Apple that logo? I feel like
2: I feel like I've read that, but I, I can't really recall what it is. I, right I, now, I cannot but, either. I was just wondering. But I mean, like, hey,
0: <laughs> maybe you made it. sorry I mean, if I, I was a letdown, laugh <laughs> it's such a letdown. I have how? no idea. <laughs> apple came up with the Apple, I mean, but I mean, the word
2: is Apple, and it yeah. is an Apple, so I'm sure. There's some type of alignment there.
0: So number one, design is like a business strategy. Number two, think about brand consistency. And number three, what's that?
2: Number three um, is trust and credibility. So it really carries into the first two points. But it's like when you look legit, when you are consistent with your brand, when you are solving problems with design, you're giving people information, when you are giving them something that simulates their mind and is visually exciting and, and cool, like... That makes me want to trust you. It's You can have a really great business, and you might go to their website, and the links are broken, and it looks crazy, and you're like, oh, this business is crazy. Yeah. But they might really be know what they're talking about, but because visually they haven't represented themselves in a the way that is effective, you yeah. may just disregard them. Yeah. And and on the flip side, you know, you could have a really great design yeah. and really great marketing. But then when you get to the actual business, you're the like, oh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, the product sucks or the people really don't know what they're talking about. So it can go both ways. But um, I think it's always good to establish that trust and credibility. It's almost like if you have a job interview and you're wearing a really nice suit or something like that or a really nice uh, ironed out outfit, and you go in like even though the interviewer doesn't necessarily know anything about you yet. They might trust that you may be a little bit better than someone who comes in with, like, holes in their jeans and they're, like, raggedy and looking crazy. You're like, oh, who is this person? That can be a
0: very rich person because only then you can pull that off. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, But for the most part, when people see something that's visually pleasing to the eye, they tend to trust it more, even if they don't know beyond the surface what's going on. They just kind of feel more comfortable with something that looks... Good right
1: so. yeah, especially if it's the first impression that you see of their product right if you go to a website and you know if I go to a website and I don't see good design, my first thought is oh this product isn't very good yeah but you know they don't have mm-hmm. they don't have what they need to get together together.
0: Exactly. And you know, you mentioned about like, these are the reasons, the three good reasons why sales and marketing need design. Design is a business strategy, brand consistency, and now trust and credibility. If you think about this whole age old debate around sales and marketing, not aligned and all that stuff, well, Try selling a product that doesn't even have a website,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Like,
0: mm -hmm. you know, it's hard, right? So marketing and design has a place. So for every salesperson, what you're talking about is super important that they may not be able to raise the prices of their product because their appearance of the product or the website or the brand is not like leveled up we all know that you know you could probably buy the same pair of jeans or same type of product but based on the brand that they are with the cost of that particular product is going to be higher the brand actually has a higher value that can give you a higher value than a even if the material the raw material is the same
2: absolutely i mean brand has meaning behind it like like you said, like Nike swoosh, like you're going to pay, uh, you might pay $100 for a pair of shoes because you trust that brand. They're consistent in the market. It's a business strategy versus, I don't know, Psyche, some crazy shoe that just came out and it's like, you know. Psyche? Yeah, Psyche. (laughs) And it's it's a sideways S. I don't know. There's a new brand in the making. uh, Hopefully there's no Psyche brand out there, though. You heard it here first, (laughs)
1: ladies and gentlemen.
2: But if you see that shoe, you know, you're not going to pay $100 because, number one, you don't know what this is yep. it, maybe the the logo looks weird to you you know you've never heard of this it's it's just yeah. it's just that brand trust that you create from is creating a great a great visual that brings it all together
0: yeah i remember like tim Cobb saying uh, brand drives demand and that has been yeah. one thing that he talked about in from an exact target perspective and all and people don't recognize how valuable the brand is mm-hmm. until it's not there Uh, Until until that point, when the brand is there, you can start talking about all the other things you want. But if the brand doesn't exist, we all know that the market really doesn't help you or doesn't favor you. So it's pretty awesome.
2: I agree. And I I think that every company should... Try to take the time when they get to the point where they can budget it to get a good designer on their team because there's a lot of ways that you can get by for the meantime, but if you really want to take your business to that next level or your personal brand or whatever it is to the next level, like you have to be able to visually pull people in and solve problems visually in order to keep that consistency of you know being able to sell and being able to have something visually back up what you're saying and be able to market like you want to market things that look good not things that look inconsistent and crazy and you want to be able to know that you're having someone that's got your back that's trying to make your company look the best it can in front of the market and internally so that you can continue that trust within your business and you know throughout the world so yeah you got to do that
0: you have already you have done it in a big way well thank you Flip my fall terminus and all that stuff. So it's pretty awesome.
2: Well, I hope I can continue to keep doing that, yeah. and I continue to drink my my coffees and,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. oh, and yeah. get my thing. sugar intake so yeah.
2: that I can keep going
0: <laughs> yeah there's a thing where if you want to get anything done by Chanel last hour we just give her like the Starbucks gift card and yeah then, hey, you, just, you go buy a coffee and just you know keep doing it you can bribe me with <laughs> Sorry. the gift card yeah
1: <laughs> awesome well thank you so much Chanel for being on our hashtag one hero day one, yeah. of the podcast you where can, where can people find you
2: well first I want to say that you can find my books 25 things you should know about becoming a graphic designer you can find them on Amazon or Make Awesome Design. Dot com you can also find design insight i'm on amazon as well and you can find me where can you find me i would say find me on linkedin because let's keep it professional i'm not really good at twitter so we're gonna make professional um
0: keep it on linkedin let's
2: keep it on linkedin and that's chanel very wheeler. easy chanel wheeler
0: all right sounds good thank you chanel one here you're here thank you all right Appreciate